Go Wild is a free social community created for and by hunters. This means that unlike mainstream social media, your trophy pictures won't be censored. They're encouraged. As you spend time on Go Wild, you will earn awesome rewards such as gift cards, free swag, and big discounts on brands like Garmin and Vortex. You will even earn $10 just for signing up. Visit DownloadGoWild.com and sign up today. Welcome to the Missouri Woods and Water Podcast. We're your hosts, Nate and Micah. You say that so fast. People can hear fast. Welcome to the Missouri Woods and Water Podcast. See, now you make it sound stupid. No, it definitely does sound stupid, but... What's up, friend? Oh, just taking a little time out of my day to come out here and podcast with you. Same, same, same. On a a Saturday. It's Saturday. Yep, it's Saturday. Today's Saturday. You know, late in the evening, everybody's asleep. Yep. So we're just taking our time. We are not doing this during the day on a weekday. <laughs> no, it's fine. So uh, today's show, we have on Ben from Tacticam Reveal. And it was the, the uh, what would you call it? The OG from Reveal by Tacticam. Yeah, Actually, Tacticam in general. Right. Yeah, he, w- he was the creator. He came up with the idea and uh, brought some people on board and has made an awesome product. Uh, one that we use. Products. Yeah, Products. One that we use a lot and have really been enjoying it. And we talk, first part of it, we talk more strategy on, you know, what to do with your cameras, where to place them, how to place them, that sort of thing. And then towards the end, we start talking about the reveal camera yeah. it's specifically and a lot of the cool features. That you know, they the have. one thing we didn't talk about on strategy that I for, I meant to ask him and then forgot what was a uh, height. Like does he? Yeah, like if he to has a certain go height. up in the air with him a little bit and right. point him down. Obviously, public land compared to uh, private land. You know, people stealing them, that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. I kind of forgot about that. But yeah, yeah, that's all right. It is what it is. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so we'll go ahead. and... We got any news or anything? Nothing. Nothing too new since we podcast last. Oh, I do want to give a shout out. Okay, you remember we talked about uh, in our. BS session uh, about vacation. Yeah. Did I mention I went fishing with the boys? I don't think you did. Maybe. <laughs> That's kind of fun. We might have talked about that before we even started yeah. recording. Well, I took the boys on a uh, charter. off a charter fishing trip where there was like 30 people on the trip, and it was like 10 miles off the coast or whatever. We were we were bottom fishing. Yeah. And uh, Caden caught some uh, red groupers, some... Red snappers, probably. Reds. I think they were groupers. Maybe snappers. I, I think don't the red snappers. And uh, smaller white fish. We caught, I think, nine keepers. And uh, the I just want to give a shout out to the Miss Pass a Grill. Pass a Grill? On St. Pete Beach in Florida. 727-367-9833. If you're looking for a cool fishing trip, it was a four-hour trip. Yeah. It was, like, cheaper than shit. Um, it was like, gosh, I was, well, here it is, half day. Adults are sixty eight bucks. Kids twelve and under are thirty four. That's pretty good. So I took the boys for like one hundred and forty bucks. Yeah, that's t- I took good. two sons. How many did y'all catch? Oh gosh, um, probably more than twenty plus. Yeah, yeah. I I fished for a grand total of three minutes. Right. I was helping help. Chase more than anything. Yeah. 
but uh, it's a little hard. I mean, there's a lot of weight on those dude, on those lines. Yeah. It, it takes yeah, a little bit a big for old, the, yeah, takes yeah, a lot big for weight a little guy like, like that to reel one in. Yeah, so, so it was um, but it was lots of fun, and then we tipped we tipped them a little bit too. Sure. But, um, I mean, I I went fishing for half a day with two of my sons for under two hundred bucks. Yeah. So if you're in the St. Pete Beach or we were in Madeira Beach, which is close to there, I'd check them out. No, Great we, captain. It was him and his one of his sons yeah. was the uh, the helper. Very cool. Yeah, I've been on a handful of uh, different charters, and actually my cousin he uh, he's a captain of a charter boat now, but yeah. his is small. His is like a smaller one. It's more of a personal thing. So you know, I I think he can fit maybe three to four people you know, on the boat. Really cool about it too. This this captain uh-huh. he had an eye patch. Eye patch like legit. Like he was missing an eye. Did so you ask him how? Why he, he got lost? hit? He got hit by his brother when they were kids by a baseball bat. Ooh, on accident. I hope. Yeah, that, <laughs> that was what we were told the story. That's what you were told. That was a story we were told. I wonder, him. If, man, if I was him, I'd come up with a cooler story. <laughs> yeah, like I was fighting a shark and uh, right. bit my eye out. Yeah, I was out swimming, had this big old you know marlin on the thing, and it jumped out and it stabbed me in the oh, eye. He told something. us this. He was super nice. So we asked, "What's the longest fish you ever?" tried to catch he fought a marlin for a blue marlin for 14 hours oh my god like awesome did you get it he's like i lost he wow the fish won how'd you like to fight an animal 14 hours and then lose i don't think i would want to do that yeah so he didn't trade off with anybody or anything like that i don't know the whole story but they lost the fish that's crazy yeah 14 hours 14 hour fight that's how like crazy strong and strong then, those things are yeah for 14 hours he can have a hook in his damn mouth getting pulled by because those marlins they take off right i'm pretty sure with the boats and he's just he wins isn't that that's, crazy that's nuts but yeah check them out if you're ever down in uh, florida and wanting to go offshore fishing it was lots of fun i'm sure they do private ones too i don't know but we went on one with about let's say 30 people yeah and it was cool yeah. so all right now we can get into sponsors yeah Obviously, the first one we're going to talk about, since he is on our show, is Reveal by Tacticam. Yep. Reveal Cams. Y'all know we're huge fans. That's all I'm using at this point. I don't have uh, any... Actually, I was just talking to Ethan about some old cameras I've got that's been sitting in my office. I think he's going to take them off my hands. There you go. Um, So, Reveal by Tacticam. Check them out. Obviously, now's the time to get stuff out. By the time y'all hear this, it'll be early August. Yeah, I think it drops August first. Yeah, when this August first. So, um, check them out. Reveal by Tacticam. Black Ovis. BlackOvis.com. Use the code MWW10 for ten percent off. Uh, we've got to talk to our contact there because we've got some um, saddle stuff that we need to yeah address. purchase. Yeah, figure out what we need to do there. Uh, well, hoping he's a saddle hunter, he can point us in the right direction. Yeah, because we don't know shit. Yeah. So we're going to be learning. And then also Camo Fire. Get on the Camo Fire app, camofire.com. You can also, if you're at work and you got to get on the internet, yep. uh, it's a nice place place to get. Uh, Trail Cam Tuesday, Andy's not wrong. <laughs> not, at least right now. Yeah, that uh, might change. So check them out. They've got, you know, flash sales every every single day. It changes. So get on there every day and check it out. Yep. Onyx, use the code MWW, MWW20, 20% off. We use it all the time. It's great. It's all the yeah. time. Lot I was of, actually a lot gonna, of new stuff coming I was out. Gonna, yeah, I was going to get on that before we recorded and talk about some of the new stuff, but we'll do that next week. Yep. Um, so check out Onyx, onyxmaps.com. Lucky Buck. I dropped some Lucky Buck uh, Sunday when I was out setting cameras up. Yeah. 
I was a little early, but I'm like, I don't want to come all the way back out here in a week and a half. So I just did it. Yeah. Um, when I was out there, and um, they're definitely smoking it. It was a the place I dropped it on Sunday is a brand new site. Right. Which so, you know, which yeah. is a property you and I are going to get to hunt together, and uh, it's a brand new site. They know it's there. Oh, they're yeah. there. No, they they've found it. it. It's great stuff. I've had to. I actually had to do mine quicker than I did and have in the past because they're just hitting it so hard. So nice. You know that's that's a good thing. Yep. So, River's Edge tree stands. I've got five double stands sitting out behind my shop right now that I need to get in trees. We need to get on that, dude. Yeah, I uh, just in general. A Saturday, I believe it was. Yeah, Saturday or Sunday, I can't remember. Uh, I was downstairs putting together some of my tree stands. So I, I saw, got the, I, I, got, I got them all set up, ready to go. Just gotta go deploy them. Uh, use the code Missouri ten for ten percent off plus free shipping on any hang on or ladder. Yep. Midwest Gunworks use the code Woods Water for five percent off. That's on ammo, anything on their website. So, anything they sell. Yeah, great stuff there. And uh, did we already say goodbye to Cameron? I think we did on the last episode. Okay. But Cameron, he has uh, he has chose a different career path. I guess hurts I my know. hurts my heart. I know. Like hurt, Cameron hurts my heart. Not that we're gonna not stop talking to Cameron. Yeah. Uh, but you know, just for him and his family, he decided to move on there. So uh, you know. Best of the wishes to him. So. But get on MidwestGunWorks.com. Check them out. Yep. Athlon Optics. Um, we got into detail last week about them. Um, you got the Midas Tac, the Aries, and then the Kronos, which I would love to try. Yeah, someday. Um, that's going to be my next purchase as a from a scope standpoint is going to be the Kronos. So check on it. Check out AthlonOptics.com. Find a dealer near you. Weber Outfitters. WeberOutfitters.com. Enter the ultimate bow hunting giveaway. Yeah, as it once this it's episode coming drops, up soon. August twelfth. Yeah, yeah, I don't know when the cutoff date is as far as the give I just putting get in your, for the entries. I would just get your shit together then. I would assume if you do it this week, you'll still be fine. But that will be given away on August twelfth at five p.m. Yep. So Live. If, you, if you can make it down to the uh, show, try and buy. Yeah, the old try and buy. So. They're having a try and buy event August twelfth. Starts at oh, in the morning sometime. Get your ass there to Hawk Point, mm-hmm. and we'll be there too if you want to meet us. Probably going to be doing some podcasting. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I think we're going to have a table. I think I'm going to take my tent thing. Yeah, that way we have some shade Canvas. if we're outside or whatever. So. And we'll have us a table. And if it's too hot, my bitch ass will go inside for a while. I want to buy one. of the, They got like these fans that go off like a Milwaukee battery and stuff. Yeah. It's like a Milwaukee fan. We should invest in one of those. We it, we should, but it needs to be DeWalt because I've got four big ass DeWalt I'm batteries. I'm sure DeWalt has one too. Oh, yeah, I know they do. Okay, well, let's, let's go let's ahead and do that. Purchase. CW, yep. check writer. Yeah, just right, right go, to check. Come on, C-Dub. Yeah, that's my figure. C-Dub. Um, Morel Targets. And Morel Targets. Yeah, uh, been shooting the crap out of mine. Shooting you know. the shit out of them, as they say. If you're not shooting your bow yet, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you're just wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um, I really am enjoying that Fido one because of Caden. Right. Because he'll, he'll, like, he'll be doing good, and then just, boom, six foot. Yeah. Now, that would – I guess he'd miss the target six foot off, but – you know when he's when he misses by a foot, I don't have to worry about it. He hits he hits the target. Yeah, um, well, I mean, I'm really he's, glad he's I was building up all them muscles, getting that strength built. He gets up. tired fast. Yeah, gets tired fast. So it happens. Uh, but check them out and make sure you check out our website for shows and partner discounts and more. If we ever get around to our gear pages a little better, we will also have a cool gear page where each of us talks about the gear we use mm-hmm. and videos at some point talking about that gear. So check out our website, and please get on iTunes or Spotify and give us a five-star review. 
If you don't want to give us a five-star review, just don't go do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm we, just kidding. If we, you want to give us a five-star review, we would appreciate it. It really helps us out Yep, uh, getting to the tops of searches and crap like that. Yeah, so makes it very easier for other people to find it. Yep. Uh, I think that's it. Let's get into our show with Ben Stern of Reveal by Tacticam about trail cam strategy. See you. This is the Missouri Woods and Water Podcast. All right, with us today, we've got Ben Stern with Reveal by Tacticam. What's up, man? Hey, how are you guys? Doing good, doing good. Doing doing awesome, actually. We're, uh, me and Micah, I've been talking to other Ben. I'm just going to call you guys the Bens now. Yeah, um, Ben Thorood. Yes, with uh, Reveal by Tacticam for a few, oh, probably a month or so about having you guys on. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, you guys have been super busy, it sounds like, up there in uh wisconsin it has it has not been slow yeah so it has not been slow i guess i mean that's a good thing (laughs) that's a good thing absolutely yeah Yeah. so uh before we get into the the topic of today's show which is really going to be trail cam strategy and then a little bit Mm -hmm. obviously about uh reveal um introduce yourself tell us who you are what you do and um tell us a little bit about reveal by tacticam as well sure so uh, uh my name is ben stern I, uh, I guess I'm the, the crazy guy that had this brain brain idea that, uh, you know, was going to start a camera company. It's about 10 years ago. And uh, I guess it was a motivation, you know, from my grandfather. I was, I'm a really big hunter, just love hunting, spending time in the woods. Um, and I, I also went to school for photography. So, you know, it was, uh, I guess, you know, you get done with school and you're trying to make a living and do whatever. And and my, my grandpa says, why don't you take the two two things you like so much and put them together and try to build a business? So that was really where it started from. I mean, there's a lot more to it than that, but that's the fast story that everybody would probably rather hear. Right. And, uh, you know, we just started going. Um, met Jeff Peel. I don't know if anybody knows him, but he's, uh, he's another pretty big, very, very big person in our organization. Um, he's more of the business mind and obviously he does a lot of things. He's our CEO, but, uh, he's been with us since what I would call day two, you know, like, so I got it started, got the party going and and met him and his wife really, really early on. Like when I say early on, like within the first 10 cameras that I built before I even sold a single one, Oh wow! uh, handed him a camera and sent them out to, uh, film a turkey hunt, believe it or not up here in Wisconsin. And well, there was a little bug that when you charge the camera, it would start recording. So let's just say I got a lot of really good video from a, no, I'm just joking. But <laughs> <laughs> so, so they, uh, you know, they went out to film this turkey hunt and, and uh, the SD card was full. So that was Jeff's first experience. And obviously we started talking and hit it off and they filmed the turkey hunt. And, and uh, you know, when, when I was trying to figure out how to, actually grow a business because I never went to school for business. He, he, you know, they were happy to help, help out and we hit it off. I mean, we've literally never looked back. So I would call it day three, which, you know, there might've been a day, day three, day four, day five, whatever, but it was really, really early on. I had already known Ben Thor, who we've already talked about a little bit here. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
And we were looking for someone else to be a strategic partner, you know, just from, you know, from the, uh, you know, the, the accounting, the business, the marketing. And uh, Ben is, he is a, a very big figure in the, the community that I, you know, I'm in and very well known. And he's, he's super smart, like super talented. So we were fortunate enough to con him into, uh, you know, coming on over and, and joining our fun, which honestly, it wasn't too, it wasn't too hard to get him to come over, but you know, so it's been us three, you know, uh, just cranking since, since the very, very beginning. And, you know, we did the POV thing. We st- we're still doing the POV thing, but then about, I think it was five years ago ish, we started talking about trail cams, right. And cellular trail cams and just all of the little frustrations that everybody is aware of, you know, it's like, there's always little corks and I'm sure there's people that are listening to this to be like, Oh man, I got a cork for you on your cam, you know? Right. But we pay attention and we, we pay attention to all our customers and all of those things are what makes the reveal the the reveal cell cam, you know, um, like Tacticam started from frustration, like in a little challenge for my grandpa, you know, cause I was trying to film these hunts and that's really what has continued to evolve into today, you know? So as we were getting that reveal cell cam line uh, spooled up, it was making a list of all of the little things that we are frustrated with, like, Oh, carrying a bunch of batteries out to the woods or, you know, or if it's ease of setup or let's just say, um, expensive cell plans, right? Like there's a lot of things that are just frustrating. Uh, so we tried to just make that list and start knocking it out. And that's really been our focus. So, you know, as far as uh, battery life, I feel like we're doing a pretty good job there. Obviously there's always room for improvement. We're looking at a lot of solar, a lot of like lithium type packs that can really help you have a better experience. Mm-hmm. Um, ease of use, you know, we, we started doing the QR code thing right away, making it super easy for people to activate. Um, as far as pricing, we're, we're always trying to look for new strategic partners with cellular carriers. Every single year we're renegotiating, trying to get better deals, making it easier and more affordable for people. So I guess the list goes on and on. Those are our goals. That's where we came from. And, uh, number one is our customer. So we keep listening to the customer and those are the things we try to always improve on every year. Yeah. And we'll get into more detail on some of the things because as we talk later, I will definitely bring up the lithium battery packs. Um, Absolutely. I think that was one of the smartest purchases we made as a group Mm -hmm. for sure is those and buying a few extra, um, which was, you know, I don't know whose idea (laughs) was it. We're like, we should buy like a few extra for each of us. So then you can have one ready to go when you need to go switch it out. Um, right. We'll talk more about the different features and the different things uh, the cameras can have. But first, I kind of want to get into strategy, trail camera strategy. Um, Absolutely. We have, all three of us have ran trail cams for many, many, many years. Right? Many uh, it started right. out with just the basic camera that you go buy, you go sit out in the camera and you go check it after two months or, or sit mm-hmm. out in the woods, you go check it after a couple months. Then we got into a few cell cameras. Then we got into more of them. And I, um, 
I've definitely figured like I've, I, I do things differently than I did at first with cameras. A lot of people are like us where I take my cams out of the woods, um, basically around February 1st, they come out of the woods, yep. mid January, early February, they come out of the woods. I bring them home, take the batteries out, clean them up. And then I usually get pretty antsy, but somewhere around July 1st is when... That's kind of been my go-to. I usually, July 4th, whatever, I always take that holiday. Yeah. And that's usually, Mm -hmm. I'll take that day and I'll go set my cameras out. So, you know, a good portion of the year, you're talking July, August, September, October, November, December, January, six months of the year, you know, I've got cams out. There are other people that leave them out year-round. Yeah. I've never been one of those people, but that could change, I guess, with, you know, the whole cell cam thing, but... Um, so people have different strategies on, on how long they leave them out, but a vast majority of hunters and outdoorsmen are definitely going to have cameras out. Uh, actually hundred percent of them will have cameras out by August 1st at the very latest. Right. 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 There's different strategy in my opinion for how you're going to set them up, but what are some things you like to do? springtime summertime when you start setting cams up what are you looking for and uh yeah we, we can talk about placement and stuff like that after right so i I'm, I'm one of those guys that will leave some cameras out year-round right most of those cameras probably are dealing more with like security type you know situations where i want to monitor potential people coming in and out of a property or or uh, or maybe it is like a bedding area or a place that I want to see when deer are dropping, right? Like dropping their antlers or something like that. Right. Um, but then it's not. It doesn't seem like it's too much longer after that. That all of a sudden we're getting into turkey season, right? So then all of a sudden now I'm starting to like already like oh yeah let's go turkey hunting and and I'm starting to get you know stuff set up on field edges and or places where I know things are going to green up really quick, you know, just to start to get a sense of when, you know, when and where the Turkey population is going and and how they did through the winter. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, you know, then it's like right after that, it's like, I'm already starting to get cameras moved around for, for what I would call uh, like buck bedding areas, like, places that I want to try to catch some of these bachelor groups that are growing, you know, starting to grow. And, you know, it's, it's just so fun to watch, watch them, uh, you know, mature, you know, and it's just, that's one of my favorite things I think is just to try to get cameras set up in a spot where I don't have to go in it. I leave it there. Maybe I'm using a solar panel. Um, but it's just getting, getting those bucks, knowing where they're at, and watching them grow, you know, all the way up to the point where then I'm starting to think about like, where are they going to go or where are the does at, you know, and, uh, and trying to figure out like those transition areas, which obviously it's not easy, but over time you start to kind of learn some of their patterns and, or you start to learn your property. Right. Mm -hmm. So, and, or or if you're hunting public, well, it's still the same thing, you know, maybe, just off public there's a field or maybe on public there's a field and you kind of start to learn food sources bedding transition areas where the bucks like to hang out off you know away from the does so i just i just start messing around and moving cameras around like kind of throughout the summer but then 
you know, like now I'm trying to get some of my fall food plots finished up. So I'll be moving cameras again where, you know, it's going to be set up more for the food source, you know, for the rut, you know, kind of pinch pinch points, trying to catch new, new deer moving in and out of properties. Um, you know, so I guess that's a little bit of my strategy and that takes us all the way up to what I would call, you know, like December, which then I'm back to making sure I have stuff set up for that, that winter, you know, like that winter hold and where they're going to be and bedding areas and places where they might be shedding antlers. Yeah. So I, I'm the same way when it comes to like our new property that me and you got this year. Yeah. We got a new property. We didn't get it until July, uh-huh. late June, probably early July. So we didn't have the ability to go like scout during the winter time and find those really easy to see trails that they take. Right. In the wintertime, right. you know, if folks don't do this, shortly after the season's over, I'd start walking your properties because you will see. The trails are the, more permanent. They're obvious, right? Yeah. And I love yeah, walking my properties right after a snow, you know, like a day after it snows. Because uh, in Missouri, we're a little different than you all Wisconsiners. Our snow doesn't stick around very long. So right. <laughs> when it snows, you know, about a day after, you can kind of get a, a, a good idea where they're walking. It's usually started to melt. And it's muddy. And, you know, I love doing that sort of stuff. So oh, yeah. those properties, I'll, I'll take that information I get in the wintertime. And then when we, when we go set cams out, I'll try to remember, hey, this was a pretty heavily used trail. It, it looks like it might still be used right now with all the greenery around it now. Mm-hmm. So I... I'll put, you know, cameras on heavily used trails, pinch points where I think they're entering and exit, exiting the property possibly. And then obviously here in Missouri, in our county, we can put mineral out. Um, yep. And so supplemental feed whenever it's not. In season. When you're not hunting, you can supplemental feed. Yes. In our county. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously those are easy spots to put cameras because you got deer coming to you to you're, those you're drawing those them in instead of yeah just yeah and then you cool. can start doing like some inventory yeah exactly right. yeah and um we'll we'll get to the inventory in a second on your guys's app because that makes me happy yeah it's but neat. anyways <laughs> um so that's kind of how i do it is i take what i learned in the winter and then start putting cameras in those areas that i think i'm going to get a lot of photos in the summer for just yep. like you said inventory with the uh the mineral sites and then you know what i really am trying to do also with it's going to be hard to explain if i've got a mineral site let's say in the middle of my property i then want to put cameras satellite off of that to try to figure out where that buck is coming into my property to go there Uh, or where he's exiting after he leaves does he come in and then go back out the same way does he come in and then leave on the other side of the property I'd love to be able to get that information, uh, yeah. which will and change. Ideally, we know that, but it, you're getting an idea of, like, I just want him to stay on my property. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Most of our properties are smaller, unfortunately. Um, yeah. So it's, it's I've been not trying to figure out how to make the bucks just stay on the property. Like all the time. Like I want you to move in, live there. Yeah. And uh, I just want to roll up and sit in the tree for a while and say hi That'd be yeah. terrific. I'm yeah. Just well, you need to talk to our buddy Dustin Williams then, and yeah. have him come out and work on your property. You come work on your property up in Wisconsin, uh, right? Right. Uh, yeah, it's it's um. 
I'm kind of the opposite though, honestly. I like my property, like right now, I haven't gotten a picture of a buck in over a week and a half, give or take. And but I have a ton of does. So I know whenever it gets closer to the rut, that's when the bucks are going to start, you know, moving through there, checking everything out. Yeah. So I I don't get nervous until, you know, October if I'm not seeing anything. But I have you know, I have gotten pictures of bucks earlier in the season, like when I first set the cameras out. So I know they're around. I know the ones that I'm are at that I'm after are still alive. So uh, it's pretty good for that. But yeah. I I, right. I don't mind that they don't live on me as long as they come back. Well, we've all learned that, right? And I'm right. I'm sure Ben can attest to it. Um, oh, for sure. I had a well, one of the properties where I killed that buck off of. It was a property that was notorious for being full of them in the summertime. I mean, full of bucks. I'd get pictures every day to every other day of these these deer. And then as soon as they would go hard-horned, gone. So it was right. like, oh, great, great to know. Now, they would come back. He came back and died. So, you know, it, it just it was an interesting property from that, from that standpoint. Other properties, like you won't have a picture of a deer all summer. Maybe one time mm-hmm. they show up, and then when they go hard-horned or when things start to heat up, then they're there a lot. Um, that's what I'm using the cameras to kind of help us with is the property I just explained. I learned that from my trail cams. We right. we learned right. that from trail cameras. Um, when I, the year I killed this deer, I was actually after another deer at the same property that was bigger. We'll say uh-huh. bigger, a lot bigger. And I was hunting him super hard. Right in the beginning of the season, September 18th, I think, was the first day I was in a tree stand because he was showing up every evening in daylight at that property. And then I would try to hunt him because I knew he's not going to do this for very long. It's not, right. this is not going to happen for very long. I've got to try to take advantage of this. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you had, and he, and he ended up leaving and never coming back, I've never seen him since. Whereas if you have another property where over a few years you learn that I can be patient right here and not press my luck because maybe he's only showing up right after dark on these cameras or whatever. If if I know end of October he's going to start slipping up because I've watched this for a few years, you can be a little more patient. That's what I love with the trail cam strategy is figuring out how the property works more than the deer itself almost you know properties have specific things that you learn from the trail cams so um i don't know that's kind of what i like to do and and ben that's what you were saying too is you get inventory and then you move around as needed you can move deeper and uh all right oh did we back did we lose you yeah, my internet uh, somehow switched over to uh, somebody's that's, cellular. That's hilarious. Or something. I don't know. <laughs> hey, it wasn't our internet this time. Yeah, high five. Yeah, <laughs> it's usually ours that goes. Yeah, down. it's usually ours. But right? um, I was just yeah, saying. Yeah, so I was, I was, I was agreeing with you. Uh, but you know, like we've got, we've got some smaller properties, right? Like same as you. Um, and what I do is I basically do the same thing, like walk around, try to figure out where the, you know, where things are moving, you know, and it's like, that's how I got, get started. But I've been fortunate. I've been hunting like the same property and or properties because 
we've got like a family farm. We got my uncle's property that we get to hunt. Um, we've got a neighbor that lets us hunt, you know, like, so we were fortunate that we have a few, a handful of places, right? Right. So, and we've been able to hunt them for four or five years now. So it's like you start out with exactly like you're talking on this new property you guys got. But now that I've kind of figured it out, I am able to, um, you know, strategically, you know, get cameras in the right spot. Uh, sorry, my, my son's calling me real quick. Oh, yeah. I and mean, he's at a so I, so we're we're pretty fortunate that we have a couple properties you know like we've got a family farm that my grandpa you know my grandpa had uh, my uncle's got a property uh, and then my neighbor's got a property that they don't hunt and they let us you know come in there and pretty much have free reign which is amazing like very fortunate so we've had these properties long enough now that it's like we have a pretty good idea of the bedding areas you know and and where the deer are going to be so that's what allows me to kind of get these cameras moved and kind of out in front of where the deer are um and we also have a lot of deer that they come from neighbors or they come from wherever uh which which it makes it really nice to have a, a cell cam you know because like last night for example uh this property across from my my dad's here where you know where he hunts mm -hmm. primarily the neighbors hold a lot of big deer and they just but they just don't come over very often unless it's you know like they're in the rut right right well last night one came over and i got to get a really good look at him and i'm telling you like he's gonna be a wall hanger if he decides to come over and take a look at some of the ladies that we got to offer right yeah and it's just a matter of my dad being in the right spot at the right time. You know, it's still hunting, but it also gives us a really good indication of, you know, when, when certain deer start to get on their feet, why, you know, like I have no reason why that deer came in last night other than it's been super hot. We've got a little man-made pond, you know, yep. and we filled it about a week ago. So we started to see a lot more doe activity and I have a feeling he just got thirsty and he just, he knew, he remembered that there was a pond there and, and said, Hey, you know, I'm going to go over and get a drink. And I got a picture of him. So, and, and that's what I think you can accomplish in the summertime is getting inventory more than anything. So I used to get, I used to get really excited in the summertime. I still get excited. Yeah. But I used to get like, Oh, this deer's here. He's going to die. Well, as you learn the properties, like I was talking about the one property where they pretty much leave every time they go hard horned, it's nice to know they're around, but mm -hmm. pump the brakes, right? Because things can change. Other right. properties, like Micah was talking about his, where he's not getting many photos of, of bucks, I would almost prefer that right now because they definitely switch up when they go hard horned you know we've heard about summer ranges and 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 rut ranges and things like that from uh places like the national deer alliance and um mm -hmm. or is it national deer association now i always get that messed association, up association yeah it's association um you know you hear those studies and and we actually had a, a show on that one time which was mind-blowing some of the stuff you hear heard about but and then when season hits i almost get the same way with my cameras as I do with hunting. I start getting more aggressive with cameras. Summertime, I might right. I might stay on field edges, 
travel areas, mineral. Maybe push in just a little bit. As mm-hmm. the season goes, I'll get aggressive just like I might hunting with the cam. Um, do you find yourself doing that as well? Oh, absolutely. You know, and especially once it gets closer to hunting, I, I, well, number one, I guess I always try to, I try to stay out of the, the areas that I'm going to hunt, but I want cameras in there. So it's, I always find myself during a rain or, you know, like when I know that I'm not going to do a lot of disturbing, sneaking into a spot that I might've seen a a nice buck that when I'm really like, Oh, I got I want to try to see him in person or try to hunt him or whatever. I'll be sliding in and adding a camera or two, you know, to a trail or just trying to get a better, better understanding of like where he's going, where he's coming from. You know, like if you get one picture of a buck, you know, it's sometimes hard to tell, you know, where and, or what he's doing. Right. Right. So, but if you can get two pictures, it starts to tell a story like for example i got a crick crossing and i got this mega buck last year like yeah i mean i was like oh my gosh am i hunting iowa nope i'm hunting <laughs> wisconsin but i got an iowa buck you know technically wisconsin sure didn't wisconsin yeah. have more boone and crockett entries than iowa last I'm year sure i'm not sure i think they did i feel good, like they though. did i could be well, wrong I maybe had, they were number two yeah. but yeah. Either way, I was like, this is an Iowa deer or yeah. Kansas or Missouri. I don't know where it's from, but it was not from Wisconsin, but it was living here. But I was trying to figure out, like, where was it getting across the border? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, but, you know, I'm just like, where did this deer come from? So I did sneak in there and I added a couple more cameras on some trails and I figured out that he was using like this really thick, like super thick, like area to kind of slide slide around from like one property into ours and it it was like a crick right he was just coming down and getting a drink there because he knew he was well protected and then from there he was actually kicking up and sliding around like really close to the property line uh on a field edge and i assume he was just checking for does but he would he'd never be on cameras you know um and it's weird, but it, I mean, I was, he never, never, not, never did not walk by a camera. It's not that the cameras were scaring him. It's just, he was smart, you know, and he was just like, no, nope, I don't want to walk out there. I want to walk in the thick stuff or I want to go around the, the outside where most of us don't ever put cameras. Yeah. You know, and uh, that was just where he traveled. That's and why he was a mega, even, that's why he was a mega deer. Yeah. He was smart. Absolutely. I mean, he's you know, old. And, Yep. Did I get him? No. But <laughs> guess what? I got pictures of him this year, and he's even bigger. He's mega. He's more mega. <laughs> he's even more mega. And I'll tell you, you know, the more the more pictures I get of him, and I would, I'll be honest, I would have shot him last year. Uh, I'm starting to get a little smarter too because I'm watching him and I'm learning from him. And uh, you know, obviously, I got to be super smart when I go in and try to hunt him. But the first the first day that I have that. Did I lose you guys? No, you're good. Just for a second. Okay. Yeah, you're fine now. The, the the first the first chance that I've got to get in there, maybe it's right after a rain or, you know, whatever it is that I can slide in there, and make sure there's no scent because I guarantee you this guy, he'll know that I'm there. You know, uh, I'm gonna try. I mean, I got to right. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. And that was the next thing I was gonna ask you, and you kind of answered the question when you talked about during a rain, but 
do you so when when we put cameras out we pretty much have to put them out when we can like yeah i've got four kids he's got three we got we got a few hours we got to go so the way i handle going into the woods is i like to be as loud as possible um, oh, I, I do the same. I want the deer to know 100%. that I'm coming in there and I'm not coming into there to harm them. I usually will take the ATV as far as I can get it. If I can drive it right up to the tree, I will. I want to basically sound like the farmer, right? I want to mm-hmm. be there working. They don't, and then hopefully they don't perceive you as a threat and then you're out of there and he was just in there doing some stuff, you know, or whatever. Other people yeah, so- talk about, you know, they will only go in if there's a north wind and they'll go in and right. set cameras or other people talk about when it's rainy or really windy. Um, what have you kind of done over the years and, and so, do you so see I, a yeah, correlation? I have, I have, I have different scenarios, right? So like the scenario I was talking about with sliding in during the rain and or trying to hunt him, like that's me trying to be super stealthy and taking every, every measure of like, go walk into a store and be like, Ooh, look at all these things that are going to help me kill bucks and just taking everything and putting it on me. and like, all right, let's go give it a shot. Not really, but I want to try to make sure I'm doing as many things right. You know, as far as, you know, I want to make sure that maybe I hung my clothes out the night before, maybe I hung them out a week, whatever, whatever makes you feel like you're going to have the most success. That's what I would tell you to do. Uh, most of the times I've killed giant bucks with freaking shorts on. Can I say that word? Oh yeah. Yeah. You can say whatever you want. <laughs> okay. All right. Like, like I've, I've gone out. Uh, in fact, I was in the office with Jeff Peel and I was bragging about this buck and how I had him pattern. He was just like, you really got him that pattern? I said, absolutely. I said, we actually, I said, we could go there today at three o'clock and kill him. He's like, prove it. I said, let's go. And we didn't take showers. We did nothing. I had shorts on, uh, tennis shoes, a T-shirt. He had shorts, tennis shoes, and a T-shirt, no camo, brought an extra stand, carried it in, and went up there. And he came right down just like I thought. He was working working from a thicket down into a, a cornfield, you know, just a little pocket. The wind was right, everything. I knew he, I knew he'd go there. And sure enough, I killed him. You know, it was my biggest bow buck at the time. That's awesome. You know, and it was, it's, it, I don't, I don't get too carried away with everything, even though I talk about going in with rain and all that. There's certain scenarios that I do, and it's only when I know I've got a buck that's right there or living there and he's not traveling very far. Right. And I just, I don't want to add extra stress to his life, you know? Yeah. So, like, this buck, this buck that I've been really watching, I'll go in and out of there on a side-by-side ATV. You know, we'll do whatever. It doesn't matter. In fact, I had a group of guys going in, and they were helping clear clear trail because we had a bunch of down trees. They were in there ripping around on, you know, dirt bikes and all sorts of stuff. Within two hours after they left, I had pictures of that buck. Yeah, I was going to say, that yeah. always makes me feel a lot better after I go in, hang cams. Well, for instance, uh, Russ and I went and hung two cameras in an area we have always left alone on this property. We've never had cameras in there, and we've never hunted in it. Right. Uh, This year, we decided to put some cams in there, and we were super nervous about going in there. There hasn't been a human in that spot for, as far as we know, for a long time. Right. 
Yeah. And so we're super nervous about it. We're walking through some, you know, some grass that's knee high, you know, hip high for me. And, uh, mm-hmm. we're like, Oh God, we're putting all this scent in here. Well, we bumped a little fawn. I mean, I walked right on top of a fawn, uh, during that. And I'm like, right. Oh great. Mama's not going to come back. You know, this isn't going well. Hung the cams, got <laughs> out of there. And that night we got pictures. We were getting pictures already. And so we're like, we're they, clear. they didn't care. They didn't yeah. care. Um, yeah, that's always a, yes. a nice feeling is, you know, after you go set the cams, you get photos shortly after. Right. Um, the other thing I love right. is you, you were saying you can you can start correlating and you, you put more cameras up to mm-hmm. figure out he was slipping through that thicket and then up yeah. uh, along a field yeah. edge. What I like is now like Mike and I haven't got this really yet at our property, but we can also move cameras at some point to figure it out. But. Mm-hmm. I I love seeing a photo of a buck, and then hopefully, a Get little him. while later, He's another on. on a different camera, because yes. then as human beings, we can look at those times and go, he was traveling south. At yep. at seven thirty a.m. he was at this camera, and at seven forty he was at this camera, so he was obviously going uh, north to south. We have a well, if he's going north to south, we probably have a south wind. Uh, out of some direction and it mm-hmm. was you know the barometric pressure i'm doing that a little more this year than than keeping years before i'm, I'm keeping track. a log every time we get photos of this deer well remind me to talk about a new feature that we're going to be coming out with like this week i think in our app perfect sweet <laughs> yes um and so you know that's what i love about that is you can kind of you know do that now like mike and i what we're doing in this this property is it not to like go in crazy detail, but there's basically three fingers of timber on this property. And they yeah. they run from smaller to a little bit bigger to the longest finger uh, from left to right, if you're looking at, or west to east. Mm-hmm. Right now, all of our cams are running north to south in the largest timber or finger, and then we have one camera at the tip of the middle finger. <laughs> well, <laughs> eventually, so right now we're trying to figure out like north-south patterns, are they, yeah. you know, are they going one way or another? And eventually, if, if we're not really having much luck, we're going to probably take some of those cams and move them horizontally yeah, through the west to east, p- through east to the west. quote unquote palm of the hand uh, right. at the bottom. Yeah. Or we might move them to the middle finger and figure out, okay, are they, you know, are they, are they, are they traveling east and west? Or are they trying to travel north and south for the most part? Um, right. That's what I love about it is you're looking for that second photo. Um, I don't have any property that I have just one camera on. I mean, they've all got multiple yeah. cameras just because that's, I'm trying to figure out patterns. Like you were saying of travel more than I am. Okay. He's here every night at nine 30. That's great. I want to know, well, where's he coming from? Yep. Is he coming yep. from the North, South, East, West? What's he doing? Um, that's kind of right. what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. No, no I, 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 pro- I mean, I, there's a lot of people like, us right like right. we just we're into it we're like just i'm obsessed like laying in bed at night looking at trail cam pics you know with your wife laying next year or whoever it is you know whatever you you know what i'm saying <laughs> but the point is it's like it's like uh you know just can't get enough of it well i've gone so far i have got cameras out with solar panels that i haven't touched in like three years now they run year round. Um, 
and they're in strategic betting areas that I know that I get bucks betting in, right? So I don't need, I just don't go in there because number one, it's hard to get into. I got to go all the way up this big hill then all the way down. And it's like, I feel like I'm a rock climber every time I go in there. Right. Like it's just, it's just way in there, way in the back of a property. So I just put them cameras out and I leave them. But the last two years, and in fact, I should look to see, they, they should be in there coming up like every fall the bucks will just come in there and it's like close to a field edge. You know, if they get a North wind, they can send anything coming in and, or they just pop over the other, you know, pop up over the other Hill and they're in another field. So it's just a great spot. And for some reason, as soon as the, uh, as soon as the, you know, velvet comes off, they like, this is like a, it's like a buck buck Haven, I would call it. You know, and I don't know how I found it other than the fact, like, what we're talking about. Right. You know, like, you start getting a couple cameras out, and you start figuring out where they're coming. And then when you get a chance to go for a walk, you're like, all right, well, I think he's coming from this way. And you just start walking, and next thing you know, you're you're finding a bed. And, and it's just like, well, toss a camera up on the bed, and let's just see what comes in. You know, and they're not going to stay there every single night. But they typically, like, I... I mean, I've had them in there four or five nights in a row, and then they'll be gone for a couple nights, and all of a sudden they're back for two nights or one night. You know, it's just so cool because when when one bed's in there and you're really getting getting live photos of it sleeping and it's not heads nodding, yeah. it's the coolest thing ever. Like it's so cool. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's just like I know where that buck is right now. It's so fun. Yeah, it's it's and uh, you it's know enjoyable. I've got a buck named nicknamed Holyfield that we've had at this property for three years and there's photos. I got photos of him bedding right next to the mineral almost half the night. So I did a, yeah. I did a couple videos uh, as well. You know, I downloaded the videos as well and it's just cool. Cause he, you know, like one of the videos, he's just like moving his ears dead asleep. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, that's cool. That last night that deer was laying right here. Right. Uh, you know, okay. and, at twelve thirty, I mean, he was there for like four hours that night. He bedded there almost all night, and I yeah, thought that just was pretty cool. News, yeah, yeah he was just done. <laughs> uh, a doe even came into the mineral during that time, yeah. and he got up and you know moved around with her. But then she left, and he laid back down. It was just kind of cool. So like, like during the rut, moved around. No, or? this was like, like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, no, unfortunately, <laughs> no. It's gonna he's gonna be harder to kill than I would like to explain that that was just going on, but um, right. That's one of those properties that the rut is our only hope usually. So yeah, um, we'll see. A lot I mean, of it, it's the rut is always so hard for me. Like it's so fun. Like it's so fun to be in the woods during the rut. But man, you're. I mean, it's it's hard. Like it's just super hard. I don't know why. Anything can but happen. I always have really. Yeah, I always have really good luck. Like early season, and or like post rut when they're getting a little wore down and they're like, I don't care if that guy's in the tree. I'm just going to walk by. I'm tired. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, um, let's pivot a little bit and talk about how someone can employ or deploy, uh, reveal cameras, uh, as a result. So, um, obviously Micah, myself and Andy are huge fans, uh, of the, the process. I talk about pretty much every damn, spot we have with you guys i'm talking about how mm-hmm. simple it is and I'm, I'm really not just saying it because you guys 
you know, are partnered with us or we're sponsored by you guys. It is quite literally the easiest camera I've ever messed with. Even cameras that aren't cell cams, because I used to buy a bunch of stealth cams for like 60 bucks when I would find them on sale. And it's just a stealth cam Mm -hmm. that, you know, a basic camera. Well, you still had to go into the camera and change the settings on the screen and you'd have to mess with it and do to do. And it would take you some time. I don't even, I literally open my camera up just to turn it on. I shut it again on these reveals. Right, um, right. Let's talk about, you know, I guess um, some of the features, some of your models and some of the features on the camera itself that you have kind of set up. And then we can kind of talk about some some other things as well. That Updates come. We like sure. Thinking. Yeah. So, I mean, the whole the whole goal and or point of these cameras are to make it easy and enjoyable. Right. So the last thing I think that any of us want to do is struggle with electronics. So, you know, it's. It's as easy as turning the camera on and just, you know, as long as you've activated it, which we try to make the activation process super easy too. You just create an account, just like any account that you would anywhere in the world. Mm -hmm. And then after that, you scan a QR code, right? Like scan a QR code and it's going to go and active it. The app walks you through step-by-step. It even tells you to insert your SD card. Like, oh, okay. Insert an SD card. Now make sure you put batteries in and, or, you know, charge the lipo pack up or it walks you through step-by-step just to make it super easy. And you're like, click activate and it's just done. It doesn't, it's nothing to do with your cell phone plan. It's nothing to do with anything that you got going on. It's just a hundred percent separate. It's all controlled, you know, controlled through us, which is on purpose. We go and buy mount like, so much data it's crazy we buy data in bulk you know from these carriers and then we basically just group it all up and we all share it like we all just use it so that's how we're able to try to keep the prices low keep everything affordable and also just make it super super easy for you to activate a camera because all you're doing is just activating it right through us yeah and and it's just simple right yeah, I, so, we, were, we were talking about it the other day, and I think from if you, if you wanted to do it in the woods, you could. We we usually set them up a little bit at home, and then we go deploy them. But uh-huh. I would th- even if you're in the woods, you pull that camera out of the package, put the batteries in it, and SD card and SIM card, and put it on the tree. I think you could do it in less than probably four minutes, three yeah. or four minutes. I oh, think for it, sure. It, yeah, I the mean, longest process is after you hit the longest part of the process is after you hit Verizon or AT&T cuz that's another nice feature it's got both yep. sim cards you can pick you hit Verizon let's say the thing starts thinking and it'll say this can take up to a minute and it'll do its thing it'll turn for a second and then congrats yep. you're set up done <laughs> that that literally yeah. is the longest part of the entire process right then you just turn yep. the freaking camera on and i walk away from it uh, mm-hmm. my, my brother-in-law, Russell, actually made a comment to me when we were uh, deploying him the other day. Are you going to change the settings? And I said, no, I'll go back and do all that in the app, which we'll talk about the app and how awesome that is in a few seconds. But I'll go back later and mess with that. Um, right. Now, there might be other companies that have the ability, but I've never, I've never personally used a cell cam where I can change every setting of the camera through the app. Everything. 
I can change how many megapixels I want the picture to be. I can change bursts. I can change delay. I can do all of it. If you want to do photo Mm -hmm. or video or both, everything. And it it updates it pretty damn quick. Um, I mean, within 24 hours, it'll be changed. So um, what about the cams themselves? I mean, so... We, we personally as a group have two cameras. We have, um, I think I have four X Pros, and then I have mm-hmm. um, like eight Reveal X Gen 2s. Um, yeah. Talk a, a little bit about the two cams, and if you have any other models that you're um, using right now, we can obviously talk about those as well. Sure. So those are the two main, the two main cameras uh, that are out right now. Uh, so basically the X Pro is a full blackout camera. So that's going to be what I always kind of refer to it as like zero detection, right? Like you can't physically see anything happen on the camera at night. And, uh, and it, it also has GPS, right? So that just makes it easier for trying to find your camera. We have a little map in the app and you click on it and your camera shows up and you just walk up to it and you're like, Oh, there it is. Or if somebody steals um, it. Well, I was going to ask somebody, about stolen cameras in a second. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Or if somebody steals it and they turn the camera on, it's going to update its location. And we've had a lot of people, you know, call the old DNR or the police and say, Hey, my camera's over at this person's house. It's my neighbors. I thought they liked me, but obviously they don't. Can you go get it? And, you know, yeah. um, that's probably the right way to handle it. Right. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Other people, people might their, do it differently. People their, yeah, people get their cameras back. Um, and then the the X uh, Gen 2, that is, uh, it's meant to be a lower price point, but honestly, it is a bad little camera. Like, it is awesome. Um, it's got low detection, which is extremely hard to vi- see visually, like with a human eye. The deer can't see it at all. Uh, but it has a longer range. So I like to use them on field edges or any place where I want to kind of reach out and touch something. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll put those out and I, and I can buy more of them, you know, because they are a cheaper price point and uh, stick, you know, three, four or five out in different fields and just kind of get a really good idea of what's traveling through like beans or, you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, they have a, they just have a really long detection Unfortunately, that one doesn't have GPS, but that was mainly to help keep that cost down. Right, right. right? Yeah. Um, so that was really it. And it it but, doesn't have the uh, the screen on it either, so you don't. Yes. Right. Yep. Which I mean, yep. but same thing. We're keeping the price low. It, we're hitting different people, you know, budgets. Yeah. And so, and I honestly really like setting up the X Gen Two better than the X Pro. Uh, physically setting them up like if i'm in a field yeah you know the x pro's got the screen which i do love the screen but you put that up there and then you know you kind of glance at the screen and you look and you're like okay that looks about right granted you know uh it's obviously super easy to set up right but i love the wi-fi feature of the x gen 2 you know like it's super easy that you hit setup you go to your app you click a button connect to the wi-fi and now the, the the X Gen 2 is just like streaming to your phone while you're walking out in front of it. And I, I personally really like that. You know, Something and I that think that's I didn't even could have brought to my attention <laughs> yesterday. Yeah, no, that is yeah. I didn't even know that was a feature. Oh yeah, that's what I mean. Like so so the Gen 2, you know, it's it's got pro like it's got a lot of pros, you know, and the X Pro has a lot of pros, right? Like so yeah. there's benefits of both. Like 
you got the cheaper price point of the X Gen 2, but yet it does things that the Pro can't, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and then and partially because it has a longer range, the Wi-Fi kind of ties into that. You can get out into a field and make sure things are dialed in where the X Pro, it's, you know, it can have the range, but it does better at close quarters, you know, like I'd say 50 feet and then, although it can stretch out to 100 easy. Um, you know, so anyway, there's, that is, there's, uh, they're different cameras. That is such a badass feature on the Gen 2. Right. Um, I mean, even if you did it the way I've been doing it, because what's funny is when we talk to Ben, the other Ben, Ben Thoreau, uh-huh. he tells yeah. us new shit all the time. And we're just like, really? We could do that? <laughs> and, um, the way I've been messing with my Gen 2s is I set them up and I'm like, yep, that's perfect. And then I just go stand in front of the thing and I, refresh my app until i get a picture and i'm like yep i think i look good walk away which takes five seconds because it doesn't take long for them to start sending right that is even that is even crazier that you can just put it in setup mode which i always wondered what that was for so now Uh i know you put it in setup and then you go to your app open the app and it'll be streaming basically that the the photo or the what's it's seeing To your yeah, app. so just just because I know there's going to be people who are like, what? I didn't know it could do that. Yeah. Turn your camera to setup, and the camera's in setup. You'll see a little blue light flash, and that's the Wi-Fi, right? Okay. You go to your app. You click on the little account, like the admin guy in the lower right-hand corner. Uh-huh. And there's a there's a button, and I'm just going to open connect, my app up Connect to reveal Wi-Fi. Yeah. Yep, there it is. So I, I click on the account and connect to reveal Wi-Fi. I click that. It's going to search. Bam. Just like that. That's awesome. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Perfect. And I've got like, like go. I said, eight Gen two, so that's that's nice. Yeah, that's handy. Um, now you got to go reset up all your cameras. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they all got pretty. I mean, I was pretty. I'm pretty happy with all of them. But you know, you do have those yeah. ones. Everybody's had those cameras where they set them up and then they start getting pictures. Like, damn it, that guy's too high, too right. high, too low. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. moved, it's to the left somehow or whatever. Yeah. So, and you know, like there's different PIRs and different ways to build cameras. We build ours to, to really favor the middle. And we do that on purpose because if you get a lot of wind, you get anything in the bottom of frame, it triggers, you know, and especially on hot days and you're just going to get a ton of fault pictures, which if you're into just getting a bunch of blank photos, then maybe try a different camera. But if you just want like buck picks, obviously you're going to get some false triggers, right? you know, but that's our focus has been like, we want to try to get that narrowed down, make sure we're getting the bucks, make sure we're getting the does, the animals, somebody walking by in the woods. Like that's the goal, right? So we've spent a lot of time trying to get that dialed in. And, you know, I think we'd, we've done a pretty good job of it no i would say there's there's one camera i have that does some false triggering it's because i've got it it's it's a little low but you can also go in and adjust the sensitivity level right in your app which we'll talk about because i kind of want to leave the app for last um sure so okay we got the two main cameras um i wanted to bring up the battery packs which for us Uh was one of the smartest purchases we made because you're yes you're you're buying batteries one way or the other right but the battery yeah. packs are not expensive number one i want to say they're like no. what like 30 something bucks 33 34 i'll double check just to make sure but they, yeah they're not expensive. they're around the 30 dollar and they're lithium battery packs 
Yep, each camera lithium. each camera takes 12 double A's, correct? Yeah, so if you're running double A's, it's 12 double A's yeah. in a camera. So you buy the lithium battery packs. They're rechargeable, obviously. What we did was we bought... Um, we bought however many we got for our cameras, and then we bought two, two extras. Two extra a piece. And so mm-hmm. when it's time to switch out a battery, if a battery's low or whatever, then I charge up the extra pack here, and I take it out, and I swap it out, and I move on. What I like is it's about the same investment up front as you would if you just bought a shit ton of energizers, right? Yeah, so the lithium cartridge is fifty forty nine ninety nine on okay. our website. So, yeah, just, you know, it's it's a initial investment with the cameras a little bit, which if you bought, let's say you had 10 cameras just as a, a basic. Yeah. Well, that's 120 batteries. So if you're buying 120 Energizer batteries, that's one purchase. And when they die, you got to buy more, right? Oh, yeah. That's the thing. Like, yep. I, the, the only reason we built these lithium cartridges is because we saw our credit card bills and how, you know, like it's kind of one of them things where you build a camera and you're like focused on all these positive things and like, what do you want to do and make it better and affordable and all this. And then all of a sudden you're like, I wish I didn't have to buy batteries anymore, you know? And it's like, we need to build a lithium cartridge, something that we can recharge. Let's not buy battery. Let's just do a one purchase thing. Like, or even if you bought two of them, it doesn't take long with the price of batteries nowadays like it's ridiculous yeah you know and it they pay for themselves yeah especially you know? especially the second season the first oh, season yes. you might be at a small wash i i didn't do the math you might be close to a wash but right. i don't i'm not dicking with batteries anymore and it's anywhere from like 10 to 20 bucks depending on what type for of a dozen li- for a dozen of lithium batteries double yep. a's yeah double so let's just and that's 12 two and a half times you yeah. change the battery two and a half times and you've paid you, for it and you're going to throughout a six months time span you're going to at least change right. them once so you know you're you might be at a wash that first season but then and what i love this is just me i'm not dicking with batteries anymore i've got these battery mm-hmm. packs that i sit i charge them and i move on i don't have batteries all over my damn office all in my pack, trying to find the the one battery that is in the bottom that I can't find that <laughs> well, I'm looking for. Remembering, trying to figure out, yeah, remembering to which, figure ones out which ones are dead. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. So that's a big feature for me that I, I wanted to make sure that um, was touched on. And then the solar panels, which um, yeah, you got. I guess we're we were talking about those earlier, but kind of talk about those a little. Yeah. So so along the whole, we we were doing the solar panel uh, before we did the lipo pack, but we started to really focus on how to bring our, you know, everybody's costs down on power, like power supply. We focused a lot on just performance, making sure the cameras were dialed in so they, they're not consuming a lot of power. And that's the one thing you'll find about the reveal is it doesn't really consume a lot of power, but at the same point, why would I want to go spend more money on batteries? Like I want to just buy something that I can reuse. You know, I feel like, I'm just getting away personally. I'm doing way better. Uh, you know, one time purchase with lipo pack. And then the solar panel is for those really hard to get places, places where you're, you just need more and you don't want to be able to, you don't want to have to go in there and change a, a lipo pack. So the solar panel itself has a built in battery. So it's charging itself and, and then using its power or it doesn't even use the, the power inside of the camera. 
So now all of a sudden the power inside the camera is purely a backup. It's just, it's reserve. So you, you're running off that solar panel 100% of the time. If something ever happened to the solar panel, let's just say, you know, somebody came and unplugged it or a tree branch fell and took it out, whatever the whatever happened to it, the camera is going to start to run off of its battery. And then you're going to know to, you're going to know that right away because when it's running on a solar panel, it's always a hundred percent and it's a hundred percent all the time. Something ever happens. Maybe, you know, maybe uh, you set it up wrong and it's just not getting enough sun right? or angled wrong. Like if you angled it, you know, completely the wrong direction, for example, right. Like you put it, stuck it North you know, to get the Northern stars, well, <laughs> not going to charge. So at that point, it's going to use all of its batteries and then it'll start to use the camera's batteries and, uh, you know, and you're going to know and you'll have to go and do something different. But yeah, it's yeah, just, mine's at 100%. like I said, I've got, I've got cameras out that I've had out for three years at this point and I've never touched them. They just keep going. Yeah. What about, and, do you have a problem in, it might be in the app, but is, what about, if the SD card fills up, is there a way that you can clear it or is it, you gotta go switch so, that out. Put it on SD loop on. Yep. <laughs> yep. We have SD looping, so it'll just override the oldest pictures. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. So all of my cameras, which we'll talk about the app next, all of my cameras, the SD loop is on just okay. in case I've got one of my, that one that I was telling you about the battery, um, uh-huh. because of all the pictures, it's also at 99% capacity on the camp on the card well it doesn't really matter i mean because you because it's, it's just, just deleting keep, the old ones yep. you've saved the pictures that you've already wanted off that camera yeah. back then anyways now the the one positive to not having a full card is if you do want to go back because you do have the ability to request an hd photo or video mm-hmm. there's that add-on we'll talk about but if you have everything on the the card then you can go back and and have all the hd you know photos from the card later on you know after you take the camera down or whatever uh, if you wanted right. to um but for a guy like me i don't really care about that so it doesn't bother me that it's just deleting old stuff yeah it's you know? taking good enough pictures where no, i'm only yeah. doing that hd feature when i got like a really cool oh picture yeah like i want this one and i want that you know high definition yeah that's what i want yes yeah and and I think most of us probably would be requesting those HD, like, oh, wow, look at that. Like, yeah. I want that in, like, high res. And or a video, like, if you got Pic Plus video, which I run a pretty good number of my cameras on Pic Plus video, like, this time of year, mm-hmm. mainly because I am running lipo packs, right? So I can charge them up real easy. I'm not too worried about getting in and out of property you know like scaring deer around because i'm already in and out no matter what i'm out here doing stuff so i'm just burning cameras down because when i do have that buck walk by i want to request the video right now so i can learn more about him yeah you know like i want to see there's a lot of times where i get that front buck and there's two or three bucks behind him and i'm like wow that one's a stud yeah and you know and you get to watch that you know, watch that, uh, live and granted, yeah, I'm going to use more battery, but like I said, this time of year, I don't mind. It's a good reason to get out into the woods, you know, and, or if you can't get out there, run a solar panel, use a ton of, ton of light, ton of sun right now. These cameras would run all summer, you know, pick plus video pretty easily, 
you know, as long as you, you know, you're getting decent, decent light. Now in the fall, when it starts to get shorter days, that's where, you know, you can still do it because I do it, but you just have to make sure you're really dialed in and, and catching the best part of the day as far as the sun, making sure it's getting that real good charge every day and you'll be fine. Yeah. And I uh, did a video recently on, I, I deployed my first solar solar panel of all my, I got, only have two right now. And, and that's kind of one of my plans next year is to add to the solar panels, but mm-hmm. it was simple. Um, I've happened to do my solar panel on one of the posts on one of the reveal posts, which also right. I, I want to give kudos to the post because I've bought a lot of mounts in my life. Um, what I love about your guys's post are, is, is twofold. It's the little, uh, you just screw each post, um, section. Yeah, it's, you can just it's turn. Telescoping. Yeah. Telescoping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then, uh, it comes with a mount that you can put the solar, uh, panel on any side and then it also has the screw at the top for uh cameras um Mm -hmm. you can be a person who doesn't use reveal sale cams for whatever reason and buy their post and use them with any camera except for one which i won't talk about but um you can use (laughs) any camera on that post which is a huge benefit, you know, from the post itself because it's the nicest post i've ever used it also has three stakes at the bottom instead of one so it's more stable you can you can yep. position those stakes however you want also so to me it's a really nice post anyways i'm I, gonna uh, pass that on to gary because gary is uh it's jeff's brother he's an engineer uh-huh and he designed that post and man let me tell you like he he worked like and i'm not joking like he spent so much time figuring that post like that tree stake out I mean, not tree stake, camera stake out. Yeah. Like he put so much time into it. Like, well, I'm telling you well, right now, like, I am a yeah. gear freak. Yeah. And when we first started running cameras, I bought all these different types of mount or posts, excuse me, that I could find. And I did find one that I liked, but even that one, as they get a few years old, starts having problems because the nuts right. on the telescoping. You can have Gary call me, and I'll tell him everything I like about that thing. Yeah, but no, he did a yeah, he did a great job, job because it's super super simple to set yep. up. And even on the yeah. camera itself, if you want, you can screw into the bottom or you can screw into the back of the camera, depending on what you yep. know what yep. it calls for. Yep. So I, I like that. No, feature it, it a was lot. He, he did a great job, and I like how every post comes with the solar mount. Even if you're not going to use it, then don't put it on the the post. You, right. you don't have to. Um, but anyway, I did a, a video and I just showed how easy it is. And one of the coolest parts about the solar panels that it's almost like you guys thought about everything. You even included a little Velcro uh, cleanup mm-hmm. strap because once you run the, the, the cord from the output on the solar panel to the input on the bottom of the battery on the camera, you might have a little extra cord, which is a good thing. You don't want to have not enough cord. And right. there's this little Velcro thing that I just tightened up all the the cordage and just wrapped it around the the post and now it's out of the way so it's not going to get messed with um yeah and it took me it took me longer to record the video than it did to set the camera and solar panel up (laughs) right it literally did yeah um and so i'm real excited about that but um but you know anyway that that's just how simple the solar panels have been for me so my Next year, I'm probably going to look at, instead of adding, like, two extra cameras, if I was going to, you know, get six cameras, maybe just get, like, three and 
get the solar panel. Yeah. I would like to have a solar panel pretty much running on most cameras that I can have it on. Right. I don't. Uh, yeah. I, I run a lot of mine in the timber, so it's a little hard. Sure. But I do have a few that are on fields and that are going to catch a lot of mm-hmm. light. So I. That's, right. It's right. just nice having that option. And um, finally, I do want to. Should I ask about stolen cameras? Well, we kind of covered it. Already. So the GPS on the X Pro is really nice because if somebody turns that camera on, it's going to GPS. But what's yeah. cool about these cameras, Ben talked about the QR code. So each camera mm-hmm. that you buy has a, a special QR code that you scan and, and do whatever. If someone gets a camera stolen, if that person that steals it tries to use it, you'll know. will you know that that camera is yeah. being registered so, by a new person? Yeah, so if, if you got your camera stolen, basically you can – you can like register it as stolen. Like you just call our customer service. We have a list of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you, if you leave it active for, you know, like a week, two weeks, whatever, just to see people turn them on and they don't even realize that, you know, they turn it on. It starts to search, it updates location. And you can, a lot of time, most people find them. Like it's pretty funny because people just that people that steal, Let's just be honest. Like they're not very maybe smart. they're not artists. <laughs> yep. But anyway, you know, all of a sudden next now that you got like a pin on your look, you know, on your house, and it's kinda hard to deny that you stole the camera when you're showing an officer, look at camera updated, here it is. It's at this location. Um, you know, but anyway, you the QR code is I is is specific to each camera, right? So if you suspend your camera, let's just say somebody, if you, your camera doesn't have GPS, somebody steals it, you just suspend it. Mm-hmm. It's going to permanently be registered to you. Like it's your camera. And then you can call and say, hey, somebody stole my camera. We put a flag on it. Now all of a sudden someone goes trying to activate that camera. And in order to get it activated, they have to physically call us. And they call and they're like, oh, let's see if we can get this added to your account, you know. And they get their information and they see that it's stolen. And then they contact you and say, we have your stolen camera. We have all their information. You know, we could, you know, help you get it back. Yeah. Then we can give that (laughs) to the proper authorities. Yeah. Which sometimes it could be the, the person that stole the camera sold it. Right. And that person is trying to register it. And, you know, you kind of feel bad for that person because they got screwed. But yeah, you know, exactly. they bought a stolen item. Um, right. That and, happens. And but. it usually it usually works its way out. You know, like, yeah. it's like, hey, I bought it for so-and-so. And it's like, oh, well, let's go have a talk with them. Right? <laughs> yeah. And, right. Well, you bought a stolen camera, bro. So it's kind of <laughs> yeah. cool that, you know, when your camera gets stolen, because we've all had that happen somewhere at some point in time. I mean... It, it's gone, yeah, and it's going to suck, but it's going to resurface someday. Right. You know, somewhere. Right. Unless the person is just stealing it to be an asshole and they threw it in the trash, that's fine. But um, right. the last thing I wanted to talk about was, honestly, the feature that the cameras are cool. They're great. The solar panels are awesome. The battery packs are awesome. The uh, posts are cool. But the feature that I have been most impressed with, and, and like I said at the beginning of the show, I had not had a reveal camera until we started working with you guys. You know, Andy was mm-hmm. the one that was like, these things are awesome. You're going to want to use these. The feature that I just can't get over is the app. Right. Um, 
talk about your guys' app, and then uh, there's also going to be an update. It sounds like coming up too. Yeah. So so we we've we <laughs> I'm just like blown away by our app because we had like this dream of like what our app was going to be like, and we have all our own developers, you know. So like everything's in house. We do all our firmware for the cameras. We do all our own app. Um, so we're very passionate about how this stuff works, right? Um, but yeah, the app, it's like you just open it up. You got this home feed. You got just quick, easy navigation. Uh, everything's right there. Like it's just meant to be simple. If you want to go look at a location, you can filter by location or you can filter by what is coming now is like you can tag deer you can take there's a lot of really cool things that are coming you look at you guys i can see you no one else can see you yeah but everybody's mouths are like what huh so we don't stop we're always innovating we're always trying to figure out like what do we want what's what do we want what does our customer want right so we're 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 tagging animals now right so now i'm tagging my bucks I can tag those. And this is like a long progression of things that are to come. But right mm-hmm. now that's what we're doing. Um, and then what you can do is you can actually run like status reports or, or statistics. So, for example, I'm going to look at uh, a property and I'm going to filter by location or I'm going to filter by bucks only and by the location. And I can see by running the status report that a northwest wind is where I'm getting all my pictures, right? So now I know that when I have a northwest wind and all of a sudden all my bucks, that's when I'm getting my buck picks. That's when I want to probably start to look when I'm going to hunt. And I can look at barometric pressure. I can look at temperature. I can look at – we basically, we're tying into the weather, yeah. right? So, so with this new app update that's coming, in fact, it should be out this week. If it's not out this week, it'll be out next week. But either way, it's on its way. So potentially by the time you're listening to this episode, because this comes out, whatever. Yep. So go to the app store and update your app because this stuff, it's here. I'm using it right now. It's like you guys pay attention to what people are doing outside of your app because you just just do, you just said all the things that I'm doing in a a notes app right now. Me and Micah have a... Me and Micah have a buck that we've nicknamed Baraka because I'm a huge fan of uh, Mortal Kombat. <laughs> and yeah. I have been, every time we get a photo of him, I have been going mm-hmm. into notes and I write down the time he was there, actually the times he was there. So if he was there from like 7.30 to 7.50, I, I write down the first photo, which direction he was coming out of. I write down the wind, mm-hmm. the wind speed, barometric pressure, and if it was cloudy or not that day. Like what yeah. the what the weather conditions basically were, I've got all that on a yeah, notes so, app for that deer. Yeah, so I just ran a report in this new app that you guys are downloading right now as you're listening to this, right? <laughs> and it's summer, but right now the average temperature for for the bucks that I'm getting on camera is 66 degrees, and it's a it's it, it was a northwest wind prim- primarily, but as of the last two days, it's now a north or northwest wind is my focus and let's see what else do i got here i've got uh moon phase it's capturing it's it's logging all this stuff for me i got moon phase i've got uh my time of date so 
I definitely need to be hunting in the morning right now because that's when they're most active, as, as according to when I'm getting pictures of these deer, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's. It, so I got time range, um, and then yeah. So you will, it's, it's, you on this new app, you will tag. You can tag a deer. And so does yep. that mean each time that deer walks by a camera, it's going to log itself on there? So, so right now, right now we are we are doing our own logging. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but we're we're working on other things that will make that even better and easier, obviously, in the future. But honestly, like I love sitting here and looking through my picks, and when I get a specific deer, I know the deer, like, right? And I'm able to tag that deer. One of my biggest problems now, when with you, like ben, AI. When you say tag, yeah. are you adding him to a, a folder that you've created for the deer or can no, you tag I'm, a I'm specific not, name? I'm specifically tagging a photo. Yep. I'm just okay. clicking on a photo and adding a tag. Gotcha. So and I guess where I'm going with this is like everybody's like, why don't we just use AI for this stuff, right? Like <laughs> artificial intelligence. The thing that I don't like about AI is number one, it's not always accurate. Right. And I just don't quite trust it. Right. So, so I want to do this myself right now, mainly because this is a very intimate thing, you know, like these, you know, these are cameras that we're putting out to try to like hunt and scout and do all this. So like, as I'm looking through these pictures, I'm just adding a quick tag to it. So if I want to get as detailed to tag every doe, go for it. And, uh, and, or, when I'm getting them buck picks, I'm tagging those bucks. So that way I can start to, you know, over a course of a week or two weeks or three weeks, start to understand all that information you're writing in your journal. Right. Right. So now my journal is right here in my fingertips. Yeah. And I can, I can filter through my, my buck picks on a location and and show my buddy and say, here's look what I got going on. If you really want to show your friends, I'll be honest. Now everybody just wants to hunt with me. Well, and that's, that's the other feature I love is is you – like I have a bunch of folders created for different bucks. And yeah. the way I used to do it was I would save every picture to my phone, and then I'd have to go find those photos. Well, now I can just go into my right. app, go into the folder of Baraka, and uh-huh. there's his every, pictures. Every picture we save And they're all sorted by date. Yeah. Um, yep. So, and you can still, you can st- obviously still save things in folders. Sure. Yeah. In fact, I still do too. Like certain deer, I want to save in folders. But the tagging thing is a new thing. And what I'm doing is I'm tagging my bucks. I'm tagging a majority of the does because I want to start to understand, you know, like, do I have, do I have does moving all the time? Some of the times? Well, I'll be honest. It seems like they're moving all the time. Right. Right. But the thing that's cool is I'm seeing when I run a report on my doe picks compared to my buck picks, I'm seeing does move, you know, like north wind all the way through south wind, which obviously those are pretty much all the winds we get. Very rarely we get an east wind. Uh, but yet when I run my buck report or look at when my buck activity is, it's like I said, it's only it was only northwest winds. But now, as of the last couple of days, I'm starting to see a north north and northwest wind equal out. Like, those two wind directions are are when I'm getting – and when I say these are, like, the bigger bucks that I'm Right, your target bucks. Yeah, yeah your target deer. My target bucks. The other nice thing that I love about the app is – and this is new on the last update because it wasn't something you could do even three months ago. Um, 
you can go into your account tab and you can see uh-huh. you can see well now you can have yearly and monthly cameras yep before you mm-hmm. had to kind of pick one um, so I've got seven cameras on monthly and five on on annually you can see how much credit you've got on your account if you have you know have a credit or whatever um, and from a consumer standpoint, this is a huge feature that I'm not saying you want people using, but whenever it's time to cancel something, you ever notice how it's a pain in the ass? Oh, a hundred percent. There's a big (laughs) red box at the bottom of your account tab that says cancel all plans. If you want. Right. Yeah. If it's the end of the season, you're picking cameras up. I mean, they're really making it as easy as you, they can to do what you would like on here. You know, like if, if you're done using the camera for the year, there it is. You can do everything in well, the app, and that's what's remember, really nice. Yeah, you remember the remember the part when I was like, we took all our frustrations and we're just trying to make it easy. Yeah, like I hate that when I have a, a camera or something that I'm using. It doesn't matter what it is, and I'm like, how do I cancel this? Yep, it's so frustrating. Spotify and the way, yeah, the way I look at it is. If maybe, oh, I don't know why you're postponing it, but maybe you want to just postpone or suspend it for, for a month, right? If you want to suspend it for a month, I want to make it super easy. And if I know that it's super easy and it wasn't the hassle, most likely you're probably going to turn it back on, you know? Yeah, right. Like, so that's really it. Another feature I like with the app, and um, I the property I hunt, I don't own. You know, there, there's a landowner involved and there's, uh, mm-hmm. you know, he has a relative that enjoys hunting as well. So I can go in and I can share my cameras with them. So all they have to do is yeah. they just have to download the app and then I can get on my app and share all the pictures. That way they can, because he, uh, he's not a huge hunter, but he still likes to see what's out there. So he can go on there and check everything out as well. So I really appreciate that on there yeah. too. Yeah, I mean, it's – and I, I think you hit the nail on the head. I've got a brother-in-law that doesn't have any reveal cam. Actually, he does now. Yeah. He bought one. But um, mm-hmm. even if he didn't, when he didn't have the camera, it was simple. I just shared the the galleries with him or the, the cameras that I wanted to share with him. And all right. he had to do was download the reveal app and create yeah. an account. Yeah, free to him. With that yeah, email, so which is yep, free. Now he can watch it. And now he can look at – all six cameras we have together right. in that spot, which and are same, all mine. Same with me and you. You know, yeah. you got the cameras out there on that property that we picked up. You just shared those cameras, so I'm getting them. You know, on whenever your you're getting them. Yeah. So it's just so I don't have simple. to email a bunch of pictures to Micah or or Russell. Right. It can just be. I don't know if he's holding anything out from me. You know, <laughs> I wish any, I could. <laughs> any information, so yeah. it's handy. Um, yeah. You know, not to you know guzzle too much about the app. It's just that has been one of the coolest features because. The other apps that I've used in the past, you could not do things like this one. You couldn't change settings. Some of them said you could, and then it never would change the setting. Everything oh, right. and I've tested this damn thing. I've I've went in there and said, okay, I'm going to switch this to this, and by the next day, I'm getting photos. It did it that way, right? And I you mean, gotta, and you got right. you'll find depending on your how you have them set up, you want to tweak them. Like I had some that are over mineral getting a ton of pictures. Uh, I had it on video at the same time. So it was draining that battery a lot. I'm like, well, I don't want to go out there and change that battery so much. So what I did was I took the video off and then I changed my time of how long it takes. Your delay. Yeah. My delay. So I did that, you know, 
in two seconds on the app and then by the next day it's already changed and my battery's not going down as much and i don't have to go out there as often so yeah. It, yeah, it's, and, it's and, so uh, easy just since we're on the app you know like there's there's a lot of thought into how the the app communicates with the camera so we come we come preset like this is going to be the best battery life the optimal everything right right but you can act you can adjust communication so we have it set to like daily communication all your photos are coming now like instantly but when you talk about like oh wait till the next day for settings to get checked right it's it's every 12 the camera will check in mm-hmm. but we have a, a mode called hybrid and hybrid will will check in at basically every single photo so if your camera's taking pictures it's always going to be looking to see if there's any Updates. new communication coming from you okay and then we have another setting that's like called instant which is it's instant communication that one there, you could sit there and be sending commands to the camera, and it's it's communicating all the time. Okay, yeah, which, and and that's which, how I uh, when I think when they come, they initially come with instant, correct? Um, I think they come default to daily, and that's maybe it's maybe story that, instant instant communication as far as sending photos. Yes. Okay. Yeah. See, I so switched that because I got tired of. Well, I don't get tired of getting pictures, but I come to find out i'm checking my phone more than uh, i would like to so we're like right now i got them set up to where there's they're sent at certain times throughout the day yeah like, okay yeah. so so just uh just to clarify there's two things we're talking about so there's the communication from the app to the camera and then there's the camera to the app okay so default the camera always sends every single photo as soon as it comes right and what you're talking about is you're slowing that down to say, hey, I only want it to send uh, twice a day at these times, right? Right. And then there's the communication from the app to the camera, which you can also control how that's communicating. And not to overcomplicate it, we just set it up so it gives you the best battery life. And then we made something that's really cool called hybrid that gives you really, really good battery life. Uh, but it's just slightly not quite as good as daily. Mm-hmm. And then we have instant, which is you're sending information to it, and it will use more battery life. Yeah. So when you change but, a setting, it automatically just does it immediately. Right. Instead of yep. okay the, the next day or whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, which so is pretty that, cool. Hopefully yeah. that. Makes- yeah. It's yep. just um yeah that you can tell your developers that, or whoever's working on the app that they're hitting this one out the park. Um, oh, hundred percent. I mean, and I know we got we got kind of deep into the the nerd side of uh, communication there, but. I'm sure there's a lot of people that like that type of stuff yeah. like us. There's people out there that appreciate that. Yeah. Us being some of them. Uh-huh. And, and you know, and wh- you can, you can, get, you can get super in depth into it if you want, but the whole point of the camera is we try to make it super easy Yeah, and you don't, you don't ever need to you and just it, use it. And it is, I mean, your home feed, um, cause I think this is a new feature in the last couple months too. When I've got, I've got a, a lot, I'll just say a lot of cameras out. Okay. I think uh-huh. we all, we all do. Um, that's Hi, a lot my of, name is ben. there's a lot, <laughs> I'm an, I, I'm a camera holic. Um, yeah. that's a lot of pictures to sift through and you've right. already mentioned it, but that's my, one of my favorite features is the filter. I can go and I can just say, okay, I want to see just pictures at this property right now and I can filter right. and I can apply it. And then it goes back to the home screen and all I have are photos from that property for the next mm-hmm. day. Also another feature I absolutely love is whenever you're looking at new photos 
there's a little green guy right at the bottom of the picture that says new. Yeah. So you know right. that is a photo I have not seen before because right. that is from the last download. Um, just right. small stuff like that that is just has huge for a guy like me. Uh, the the timestamp at the bottom of the photo being nice and big and bold, July twenty fifth, six fifty nine a.m. This is my X Pro four at this location. Uh, it's right. just it's just obvious. And then if it was a new photo, it would say new right next to it. Um, mm-hmm. So some really cool features. Uh, that's kind of some of the basics from cameras to some of the, the accessories that uh, Reveal has. And then their biggest thing is the app, which sounds like I'm going to enjoy in a few more days even more. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's I think it's going to be a big hit. Like I'm, you know, obviously I'm one of the owners and a big part of, you know, the group that comes up with these crazy ideas of when we're listening to customers and and are just developing new features of things that I think, you know, we want and mm-hmm. we want to see. And um, it, this one here, I had big, like big dreams for. And let me tell you, it, our developers knocked it out of the park. And I can already say I know there's even more coming, but I don't want to take the, uh, take the, you know, the big, the big, oh my gosh, because just what we have coming out here this week. It, uh, it's it's really awesome, and there's even more cooler things that are going to keep getting added to it. So That's sweet. Very awesome. Well, anything else, Ben? Did we kind of cover um, most of what we thought we were going to talk about today? No, this was great. I really appreciate you guys having me on, and um, really looking forward to working more with you guys. So it's been awesome, and, you know, we're, we're going to keep growing just like you guys. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Ben Stern with Reveal by Tacticam. Thanks for coming on today, man. Yeah, thank you guys. All right, see ya. Bye.